This is The Jerry Callahan Show. Well, we have our answer. It didn't take long. We asked yesterday which politician would be the first to say if only we spent more money and gave more control to Democrats. If we voted for more Democrats, we could prevent natural disasters like Hurricane Ian. Hasn't even reached landfall yet, but now we know. Uh, prevent another hurricane like this. Uh, Amy Klobuchar told us, just vote for Democrats. Of course, uh, Don Lemon had to uh, had to make it all about climate change, even though his guest didn't want to go there. Don wants you to know he's from Florida and he knows this is climate change. And and when you're talking to a guy as smart as Don Lemon, I guess you have to believe him. We got that sound. It's amazing. Uh, Joe Biden, he thinks he... He has an answer for you. If you have a home, a mobile home, and you're in the middle of this, the eye of the hurricane, he has a solution for you. Get vaccinated. <laughs> I thought this was a joke. It is not. We'll play the sound. It's amazing. And uh, while we're busy watching weather, uh, we may have seen the beginning of World War Three. A pipeline was mysteriously sabotaged, uh, and uh, a pipeline belonging to Russia and there are conflicting theories on who blew it up. But one way or the other, it's just going to lead to nuclear war. No big deal. We'll give you the details on that. Joe Biden also would like us to know that it's time we all came together, came together as a country. Uh, meanwhile, Mark Houck, the uh, Catholic father of seven, who was raided by the FBI, taken in by the FBI in handcuffs, uh, pleaded not guilty. Um, a frightening story out of Philadelphia where a bunch of High school football players got uh, ambushed as they left the field after a scrimmage. It is frightening, and uh, I'm just going uh, to spoil it. Not one uh, of the shooters was using AR-15. Not one was a member of the Proud Boys, but uh, we have a, a few details on that. Eric Adams is proud because New York City has a brand. Unlike Kansas, New York City has a brand. And uh, Kamala Harris, she's over in Japan. Uh, actually, she's heading to the border. The border czar is heading to the border, not our border, the border of uh, North Korea and South Korea, where she will uh, for sure embarrass us all. We can get to that and a lot more on today's Callahan Show brought to you by MyPillow. We love MyPillow. Just go to MyPillow.com and use code word Jerry for huge discounts. For example, the standard MyPillow, which is normally $69.98, is only $19.98 with code word Jerry. MyPillow is made in the USA and comes with a 10-year warranty and a 60-day money-back guarantee. It's machine washable and dryable. It's the most comfortable pillow you'll ever sleep on. Get it now and you can support this show. Because like us, Mike Lindell is constantly under attack from the cancel culture mob. By purchasing from MyPillow, not only are you helping out us, but you're joining in the fight against the cancel culture crowd. MyPillow isn't in big box stores for obvious reasons, so you can get factory direct pricing if you order from MyPillow.com using code word Jerry. You get the Giza sheets, buy one, get one free, half off slippers, six piece towel sets, regular $109.99, just $39.99 with code word Jerry. That's MyPillow.com, promo code Jerry. I think Hurricane Hurricane Ian, it sounds awful. It sounds brutal. It sounds deadly. I, I feel awful for people in the path of this uh, this uh, storm. It sounds like a uh, an all-timer. It sounds frightening. It sounds like there's going to be massive flooding, damage, death. Um, and uh, it's heading uh, to our old uh, uh, place I know well, Fort Myers, Naples, heading up the, the coast and then across the state to Jacksonville. I can't imagine the damage we're going to see, the flooding we're going to see. Obviously, most people have evacuated, but not everybody. The reporters are there. They're already in the wind trying to hold, uh, standing on the beach, getting ready for this uh, this disaster to hit landfall. And uh, we asked yesterday that uh, who would be the first? Who would be the first to make this about climate change and just say if we did more to fight, to tackle the climate crisis? Again, I don't blame these people. These are despicable people. These are politicians. These are Democrats. These are awful, venal people. They don't care. They don't care how much carnage there is. They just want to blame DeSantis right now in newsrooms all over uh, New York City and Washington, D.C. Uh, there are media, there are journalists 
their, their stories are halfway done saying that uh, Ron DeSantis has botched this. Ron DeSantis uh, did not handle this well. The reason so many people, uh, so many people died, so much damage, so much flooding was because Ron DeSantis did not prepare uh, his state for this natural disaster. That is coming. That's my, I predicted yesterday that it would be all about climate change. Um, and, uh, and it is, it is for some people, but once one is, when it's through, when we're looking at the damage, it's going to be about Ron DeSantis. This is a gift to the media because they want to destroy DeSantis and, uh, they haven't been able to, he's a upstanding guy, nice family, Navy man, Harvard guy. He's got it all going on and they want to find a way to uh, bring him down because they know he's a threat. He's probably a bigger threat to them than uh, Donald Trump. Hell, they have endless material, endless baggage on Trump. They need something on DeSantis. So yesterday, uh, initially it was a big story because Joe Biden had called a bunch of the mayors, a bunch of the Democrat mayors to you know tell him he supports them and whatever they need, he'll take care of. And hadn't called DeSantis. And then it kind of went viral that Biden, obviously a petty little man, had not bothered to call the governor of Florida. Eventually he did. Uh, we don't have a lot of details, but DeSantis said it was a nice phone call. And they, they said, whatever you need. I mean, let's be honest. The one thing Biden can do is promise to send taxpayer money anywhere and everywhere that make, if it makes him look good. But so that thing blew over Biden and DeSantis apparently talked DeSantis has been on TV. He's there at the uh, hurricane central weather central with all his, his people. And he's, He's promising to uh, to to do all he can to uh, mitigate the damage, uh, but he's not going to do the one thing that can prevent this from ever happening again. I'm not going to do it either. I got to be honest. I'm I'm being told if I vote for Democrats and we give them more more money more and more money, we've already blown like seven hundred billion on some silly. Uh, climate change nonsense. Joe Biden's very proud of that. When when it's a, when the issue is inflation, he says, "Oh, it's an inflation reduction act." When the issue is bad weather, he says, "Oh, it's a climate change bill, the largest bill ever passed to tackle the climate crisis." Well, as we know, there is no climate crisis, but there is extreme weather, and as we all know, this this is a new thing. This is a new thing. The hundred years ago, there were no hurricanes. Two hundred, four hundred, five hundred, no hurry. Hell. 30 years ago, there were no hard. This is new. We, we, the, no one's ever seen a hurricane before. And it's all because of climate change. Uh, at least that's what we're being told by some people who are just, just shameless. I mean, this is serious. People are going to die. People are going to lose everything. And we have leaders in the Democrat Party, prominent media people, trying their best to make it about this climate change fantasy they have that if only we do whatever, whatever Joe Biden says or whatever AOC or Ed Markey says, we can prevent extreme weather. That's their new favorite term, extreme weather. Well, uh, there was a hurricane. Well, first of all, there aren't that many hurricanes these days. I don't think a hurricane has hit New England in like 30 years. Uh, This is the worst one to hit. It's going to be the worst one to hit the West Coast of Florida in 100 years which means one hit the West coast of Florida, just like this a hundred years ago before we drove our SUVs or uh, before we uh, used our uh, air conditioners in our, and, 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 and had you know, used plastic straws. There were hurricanes, lots of them more than there are now for whatever reason. But anyway, um, this is almost on cue yesterday. Let's do Biden first, because this was funny. I said, this can't be real. I thought it was some joke, someone taking an old cut, old clip, and making it about uh, about Hurricane Ian. But this is, again, your commander-in-chief. This is, again, the leader of the free, the guy we look to. You know, he's supposed to reassure a nervous nation in this time of uh, uh, this crisis, in this weather emergency. What does this empty husk of a man say? I mean, it's almost, uh, it's almost hard to believe. I asked you before we started recording, Ironhead, I said, can you confirm this is new? This is not some old tape being played, but people just trying to make him look silly. 
Is it new? Is it yesterday? It was from yesterday, the 27th. Okay. This is amazing. This is amazing what our president says as Hurricane Ian, which is two mile, miles per hour short of a, a category five. There are 155 mile per hour winds. 150, 155 mile per hour winds. If it reaches 157, it's a category five, the worst kind. And listen to what this just this empty suit has to say to the people who are in the path of this frightening hurricane. Go ahead. Let me be clear. If you're in a state where hurricanes often strike, like Florida or the Gulf Coast or into Texas, a vital part of preparing for hurricane season is to get vaccinated now. Everything is more complicated if you're not vaccinated in a hurricane or natural disaster hits. What? I don't believe it. I don't believe it. You're yanking my chain, Ironhead. This can't be from yesterday. We're, we're, all, we're all through with vaccination. Everybody's through with vaccination. I mean, everybody's just done. If you want to be vaccinated, you're vaccinated. If you're not, you're not. If you're boosted, great. If you're not, it's up to you. What the hell does that have to do with a hurricane? Honest to God, these these shameless shills will never stop selling this Pfizer product. They will. These, this, that's the greatest pharma salesman of, uh, of all time, right there, Joe Biden. If you're in the path of a hurricane, get vaccinated. What? I, 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 again, I ask. Are you sure that's from yesterday? Everything I have found is from yesterday. I'm sure. Oh my God, that, that's incredible. It's. And it's not him, obviously. He doesn't have a thought in his head. Somebody said, here, tell everyone in the path of this hurricane who is going to lose their homes, their, their, their whole livelihood, their life is going to be destroyed. Tell them to make sure they get down to their clinic and get a vaccine. What the? By the way, everyone's so done. And I know Fauci and company and the big pharma working with their salespeople like Fauci and Biden and Harris is going to keep pushing it. But do you see the latest numbers on the number of children between six months and five years old? Obviously, that was a new, fairly new development. Remember, when, when it when it came out, they had the vaccine for, for babies. Joe Biden was very pr- Joe Biden was very proud. He said, "Parents can relax now. We have a vaccine for their babies." Do you know how many parents of children under five have gotten their kids vaccinated? Two percent. Two percent. One out of twenty. Children under five has been vaccinated. I, I'm going to guess your children are, are not vaccinated, Ironhead. Just a guess. I no. mean, you're a dumb, you're I'm, not that dumb. I'm not vaccinated either. <laughs> Rich on the comment says, if you're vaxxed and you're on the roof, your house, the, the roof won't blow off. Is that true? If you get yeah. vaccinated, it's like painting the uh, you know the blood on your door. The the the, the it won't come and kill your firstborn. If you get vaccinated, the the eye of the hurricane will avoid your neighborhood. That's what I hear. It, it makes about as much sense as saying you won't get COVID. But that was the dumbest thing by the dumbest man. Interesting. Uh, uh, I mean, there should be a laugh track to that. It, it, it's too bad we don't have like late night comedy shows hosted by comedians who do stand up. They could just mock the hell out of that fool Dude. for that, for that and nothing else. But I've seen one think, report, uh, one report that that video is from last August. Oh, well, whatever. I, I mean, he, he said it during <laughs> hurricane season, get vaccinated, but that's just one. Anyway, that's just one. Uh, it, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. It was during a hurricane and he still thinks. You, so let's get to, uh, Let's get to Amy Klobuchar. I know this was yesterday. I saw this <laughs> and I knew it was coming. This is a senator, prominent senator who uh, uh, ran for president, uh, lost to Biden and will probably run for president again when we, when we know, you know, obviously we know Biden can't run again. Uh, it's not possible. And the uh, list of uh, potential replacements is, is, is embarrassing. You know, Kamala Harris, Pete Buttigieg, Liz Warren, Bernie Sanders, and this woman, Amy Klomashar, Democrat from Minnesota, she joined Morning Joe yesterday to talk hurricane. And uh, she doesn't come out and say it, but she wants to. Just say, vote for us. Give us many, many, many more billions. And maybe we can stop these hurricanes from from uh, from forming and, and reaching land. Let's listen. Go ahead. 
We just did something about climate change for the first time in decades. That's why we've got to win this as that hurricane bears down on Florida. We got to win in the midterms. We understand that. <laughs> as that thing's bearing down on Florida, we need to win. We need to win because that thing is bearing down on Florida. Of course, Joe, morning Joe, whoever it, doesn't say, did you just say if you win, is it, people should vote for you because of the hurricane? Uh, and she bragged that we all passed the largest climate bill. I, I'm telling you, they're overplaying this hand. There can't be that many people who are that dumb to think if you give $370 billion to Joe Biden, it will affect the weather. There can't be. I mean, I realize the big proponents, as I've said, are the biggest dummies. The dumber they are, the more they believe in this stuff, like AOC and Ed Markey and some of just really dumb people, Kamala Harris, they believe in it. Well, they pretend to believe in it because they think it'll help them politically. But even funnier, I want to get to this one because he he, he just never disappoints. Don Lemon has uh, let me what's the guy what's the guy he has on? It's some uh, some meteorologist. National, yeah, it's but I think it's a uh, it's no it's the a the NOAA's hurricane director. So this guy is a uh, professional. He hurricane that's his job hurricanes. And he goes on with Don Lemon. They got the whole map and he's pointing at the eye and everything. And Don Lemon really wants the hurricane director to say, this is just, this is climate change. If we just do something about climate, if we just tackle the climate crisis, these poor people in Tampa won't die. That's what he's hoping for. And Don Lemon, the lame duck late night host who is soon going to mornings. And I can't wait because, uh, He's just, he's just so dumb, just so dumb and uh, so sure of himself when he says really dumb things. But let's listen to him try and force, try and beg this hurricane director guy to say it's all about climate change and the guy just won't play along. Go ahead. Can you tell us what this is and what effect climate change has on this phenomenon? We, we can come back and talk about climate change uh, at a later time. I want to focus on the here and now. We think the rapid intensification is probably almost done. There could be a little bit more intensification as it's still over the warm waters of the uh, eastern Gulf of Mexico. But I don't think we're going to get any more rapid intensification. If you look here, you can actually see, pretty interesting for your viewers, you can actually see a second eye wall forming around the inner eye wall. And that's basically the second eye wall has overtaken the original eyewall and that should arrest development uh, so listen I just I'm just trying to get that you said you want to talk about climate change but what what effect does climate change have on this phenomenon that that is happening now because it seems these storms are intensifying that's the question here. I don't think you can link climate change to any one event okay. on the whole on the cumulative uh, climate change uh, may be making storms worse uh, but um, to link it to any one event um, I would caution against that. Okay. Well, they, listen, I grew up there, and these storms are intensifying. Something is causing them to intensify. So this storm is just, it's a massive one. It's this effects are also is being what, right there is what climate change is all about. It's all about manipula manipulating dumb people, getting dumb people to look out and say, wow, look at the wind, look at all the rain. It must be. Uh, a reason for, oh, that's right. That's right. Joe Biden and, and AOC and, and Amy Klobuchar told me it's climate change. And they said, we can do something about it. All we got to do is spend more money and, and, and stop driving uh, SUVs and we can make these storms. Not so, it's not so bad. They were, <laughs> yeah, it's funny watching these idiots, honest to God. The guy just, the guy's looking at him going, I don't think you could, yeah, I mean, let's, we can do it another day if you want to talk about another day. But this is about to destroy the state of Florida, you moron. What does he want him to say? If you just elect more Democrats, this won't happen. Storms are not intensifying. They are not. He wants, we've had storms long since man has, I mean, before man was even here, we had, we had storms. Bad ones. If Don Lemon would be the happiest if that guy said, you know what, you should reconfigure every building in the United States and these storms right. will go away. <laughs> yes, if you just know it, the guy said, you know what we really should do? Listen to AOC because she's really smart. She knows climate science and meteorology. She understands it all. Listen to her. Do what she says. Don Lemon would be like, eh, good idea. Let's listen to AOC and Ed Markey. 
who couldn't run a friggin', you know, lemonade stand. I mean, I, I, I know Ed Markey used to be an ice cream man. I bet he struggled to make change. I bet he struggled to, uh, to, to, to find the, the, the nutty buddies when someone ordered one. I, I mean, the guy is a certified nitwit and he's telling us he knows how to change the weather. He knows what to do about extreme weather. And that's one thing I, I realize there are, there are snake oil salesmen everywhere. But people believe it. Millions and millions of people believe it. And just so disappointing. Nothing disappoints me more than when people look and, and, and I'll tweet about it and they'll come back. And say, At least they're doing something. You, you know, they're trying to protect the earth. Oh, yeah. Don Lemon and Amy Klobuchar, Joe Biden. They're trying to protect the earth. They're not trying to just get more money and more control over our lives. They want to protect the earth. They want to stop extreme weather. I feel like it's just so childish. It's honest to God. Don Lemon's a child sitting there going, yeah, but I'm from there and this is really bad. Oh, you're from here. Oh, okay. Since you're from here, I will say it's all climate change. It's all because of carbon emissions in this little, in, in from this country that that, that is 4% of the, the world's population. It's because of us and our carbon emissions. That's the reason Florida is up under siege right now. What fools, honest to God. And they, they're the liars, too. They don't actually believe, unless you're really stupid like Don Lemon or Joe Biden, you don't really believe it in your heart. You know it's a big scam. Ugh. But we'll keep an eye on that. We'll keep an eye on see what else climate change does to the uh, state of Florida as we, uh, I mean, it just sounds brutal. It just sounds like it's going to be brutal. And maybe they'll wait a day until, you know, the body count, till they find all the dead bodies, and then they'll say, we need to spend more on climate change and it's going to be nauseating, but I don't even know why I'm wasting all this time on, uh, on extreme weather when we should be talking about world war three, which may have begun yesterday. And I, I know we don't have all the answers. I know we don't have the big answer to this, but if you missed it yesterday, there was a pipeline, Nord Stream, or as a, uh, or as Corinne Jean-Pierre calls it, Nordstrom's. <laughs> uh, the Nordstrom pipeline was sabotaged. And I have, I've been reading like, uh, let's see, all morning, some last night too. And you you, you can't get, uh, we don't know definitively yet, but it's it's incredible. This pipeline was sabotaged. There is methane being expelled into the atmosphere, which is really bad for the earth. I'm not sure why people are more upset about this pipeline being blown up. But uh, if you missed it, uh, this, uh, a foreign, a, a Polish defense, a former Polish defense minister, after this pipeline blew up, immediately tweeted, thank you, USA. Now, this is a guy with connections. He's married to this American uh, Ann Applebaum, this this uh, Democrat, prominent Democrat, he's married to her. He knows what he's talking about, and he thanked the U.S. for blowing up this pipeline. Here it is: a former Polish defense minister, Radek Sikorski, has attributed to the United States the sabotage of two pipelines, Nord Stream One and Two, which carry natural gas from Russia to Germany. Thank you, USA. Sikorski tweeted. He was the Minister of National Defense from 2005 to 2007 and served as Deputy Minister of National Defense of Foreign Affairs previously. He's an elected member of the European Parliament. So this is a prominent Polish European politician who flat out says, thank you, USA, for blowing up Putin's pipeline. Now, I mean, I'm, maybe I've read too many, you know, Tom, uh, Tom Clancy or, uh, or uh, Vince Flynn books, but this is how wars begin. <laughs> you think Vladimir Putin, if we did it, you think Putin is just going to say, yeah, tough break. Uh, Nord Stream 1 and 2 lie on the bed of the Baltic Sea and bring gas from Russia to Germany. Nord Stream 2 was finished last year, but uh, Germany never opened it because Russia invaded Ukraine. Um, my question, and I got lots of questions here, and we're going to get to Joe Biden's uh, mm, ominous, ominous comments from February, but uh, some other people are saying Putin did this to himself, did this to his own pipeline, 
and we'll you know, certainly blame it on the U.S. And then we go from there, which I guess is always a possibility. But couldn't he just shut it off? I mean, did he have to blow it up? I mean, if couldn't he just say, I don't, you know, screw you. I'm not giving you any uh, of our natural gas, uh, you know, <laughs> because of Ukraine. And I guess that wouldn't be an act of war he can blame on the U.S. And by the way, if it's an act of war, if he did it and he's blaming it on the U.S., doesn't it have the same result? The U.S. did it or Putin did it and blamed it on the U.S.? It's an act of aggression against Putin and Putin's going to act or react. And all that does, and, and this is a guy who two weeks ago was threatening to use nuclear weapons in Ukraine. This is a bad development. I know this Polish guy is happy thanking uh, the U.S. for this uh, act of war. But is this really in the best interest of the United States? Is this really? Do we think the Biden administration uh, ordered this, uh, carry this out? And, and does any American think, oh, good. Yeah, we stopped Russian energy from making it to Germany. Oh, great. Yeah, Biden wants to get involved in the war so bad because he's been arming Ukraine this whole time that he's like, why won't he, why won't he get my messages? And so he's he blew him up just to get involved. I bet you see, you'll see. There's all kinds of conflicting theories, uh, <laughs> but here's a, a, a tweet this morning from a guy named Jim Rickards. He's a New York Times best-selling author. Uh, he's got a bunch of books out. He's got uh, two hundred seventy thousand followers on Twitter. And last night he tweeted, tweeted, I don't know who blew up the Nord Stream pipelines. I do know that when solving a mystery, you look for motives. Russia has none. They can turn off the gas when they want. The U.S. has plenty. Blame Putin, escalate the war, advance green agenda, make EU dependent, go from there. I'd fucking lose it. That's, that sounds pretty damn logical and sensible to me. Plus, we have this comment from Joe Biden in February. Now, Biden, maybe he was supposed to be more subtle and, and more cryptic. But as we know, he's not really capable of that. He's not smart enough. But he was asked in February, in advance, in advance of the, um, uh, of the uh, Russian invasion of uh, Ukraine, uh, about the pipeline. Now, listen to what Biden said in February and tell me this doesn't make you lean toward. Look how bad he looks there, too. I mean, he just, this is, this is, he looks 10 times better. <laughs> look how much hair he's lost since February. <laughs> it's not real. He was bald like 40 years ago. Uh, anyway, he's asked at a press conference about the pipeline and he promises it won't happen. If Russia invades and a month later, Russian invaded took a few months, but now the pipeline is gone, at least temporarily. It sounds like uh, we were behind the act, this, the sabotaging of the pipeline, which means we're, we're just, we're escalating things and getting even more involved over there. But listen to this. Let me answer the first question first. If Germany, if, uh, if Russia invades, uh, that means tanks or troops crossing the, uh, the, the border of Ukraine again, then uh, there, will be, uh, we, there will be no longer a Nord Stream 2. We, we will bring an end to it. But, do, but how, will you, how will you do that exactly since the project and control of the project is within Germany's control? We will... Uh, I promise you we'll be able to do it. Creepy. It sounds pretty sure of himself that we will be able to do it. End the Nord Stream pipelines. Yesterday, somebody ended the Nord Stream pipelines. We haven't heard from Putin yet, but I guess I'm going to guess, I'm going to guess we will. Does, do you think he's just going to say, oh, well, you know, you blew up my pipeline. Better luck next time. Uh, <laughs> And who in America wants this? Who is in favor of this? I, I, I guess we'll have to wait and see. It is a fluid situation, to say the least. But uh, it was, I mean, I got, I got, you know, I, I got a whole story on here uh, from a senior fellow at the American Enterprise Institute, Elizabeth Braugh, 
making the whole case of how Russia did this. Um, you got the other guy saying the, the, the U S did it, thanking the U S um, she goes through the whole uh, scenario of how it happened. She writes, the culprit appears to be the Russian government. With European countries cutting gas imports from Russia, the pipelines were not in full use anyway. What's more, Moscow is desperately trying to frighten the West. On various occasions throughout September, Russian officials, up to and including Vladimir Putin, have invoked the nuclear specter in an effort to scare Western governments into ending their military support of Ukraine, but it hasn't worked. Russia seems to be testing a new strategy, quietly causing harm to the Baltic Baltic Sea, a tiny ocean that is extremely dirty. <laughs> Jesus. And that's what I'm worried about, how dirty the Baltic Sea is. Who's going to care about that if there's a war? Uh, but so she thinks Putin did this to himself, to his own pipeline. And maybe he did. Maybe we'll find out more. But when is Biden, I'll ask again for the thousandth time, when is Joe Biden or Kamala Harris or Tony Blinken going to say, time to talk peace, time to settle this? We know they had a chance in April. They didn't want it. Ukraine was ready to meet with Russia and settle this. But but Biden wanted to escalate the war, wanted to squander, piss away a few billion more U.S. taxpayer dollars. We've, are, we've sent them already like 50 billion, more than the entire budget of the Russian army. Russian military doesn't spend as much as we, U.S., is spending in Ukraine in, in whatever it's been, seven months. It's just amazing. They, Biden wants war. There's no other conclusion you can come to. He never even mentions a settlement. Peace talks, never. But we'll see. We'll see. It's a, it's, it's, there's still methane bubbling up in the Baltic Sea and, and affecting the uh, environment and causing climate change. Maybe that'll get people's attention. If, uh, you know, a nuke, if a nuclear missile doesn't, maybe people will be moved to pay attention to this and, and demand we get the hell out of this if it really affects the climate. All right, we're going to get to, uh, we're going to talk to Turtle Boy, who had an amazing story uh, this week about the Stoughton, Massachusetts police force and uh, the way they treated a young girl, a, a, a young girl who subsequently committed suicide. She was pregnant, which she did, too. Just a wild, wild story. And as usual, Turtle Boy did the best reporting on this by himself. The Weird Worcester blogger wrote a story that you could never imagine being in the Boston Globe or, or, or in you know the New York Times. Just an incredible uh, expose on the scandal in, at this police department. And I want to get to this Philadelphia high school football story, too. It's incredible. We've talked about the violence the violence, uh, the scourge of violence in inner cities around the country. I think it just went to another level. If you haven't seen this, says some, some, some guys, some, some gangbangers open fire on a bunch of kids walking off the field after a scrimmage and uh, killed one 14 year old injured a bunch more. And we're still going to try to figure out whether they were proud boys or oath keepers, but I uh, haven't quite nailed that now down, but let me do Shay. And then we will uh, talk to the turtle man. Shade Concrete, you know what they can do for you. you know, this summer, you got to do a summer home improvement project. I got one for you. New precast concrete steps, whether you're building a new home or you're remodeling an old one. Shea has great values on precast concrete steps with designs that will fit your home. There are many options available, including concrete, but you can also customize with beautiful stone or brick. A new staircase will dramatically upgrade the front entrance of your, your home, giving you a much better curb appeal. You'll be the envy of the neighborhood they remove the old steps bring in new steps within hours you got a whole new look and your house is looks better and is worth more this isn't just an uh this isn't an expense this is an investment an upgrade in your home with one phone call shay will deliver a turnkey installation experience in a few hours you'll have a brand new front entrance and you will love it you can learn more about Shea's precast concrete steps at SheaConcrete.com. Also at SheaConcrete.com, you got to look for a job, a good one. Shea is hiring. They're always hiring. The business is good. It is booming. Right now, they have between 15 and 20 open positions. These are career opportunities for all different types of people with all different types of skill sets. All you got to do is pass a drug test. All right, there he is, the weird Worcester blogger himself. Uh, I saw that when I saw this story, when I saw that you know, just the, the, the first time I heard any hit, uh, any 
little nugget about the Stoughton Police Department. I said, get, I'm thinking to myself, that the turtle boy is digging in and he's going to break it wide open. And you did. Um, as I, yeah, always I, have, heard, uh, I heard Colin and ask you about it on Kirk's the other day. And yeah, uh, you, you didn't know what I was thinking. I'll say, I'll let, I'll wait till turtle boy does his thing. And I did smart move. Smart move. And, and I'm telling you the, the it is, it is amazing how thorough you were and just how, uh, I mean, how you broke it on so many levels, broke the story wide open. And I'm looking at it and the Boston Globe probably has 150 people who work there. I mean, most of them are, are useless and just there to, you know, whatever, virtue signal and write, write columns about, uh, you know, lesbian farmers in Vermont or whatever. But this, this was journalism. This was some serious journalism. Um, you, uh, I'll, I'll just let you tell the story. Stoughton police, at least three of them, at least three of them, at least three, use and abused a young girl at beginning at the age of 13. Yeah. This is literal grooming. The textbook definition of grooming is what, and ironically, he also seems to have groomed two of the abusers. Like they came, so the guy Divine, Robert Divine, seems to be the ringleader of this whole thing. He's been on the force since the late nineties. Uh, I'm doing another story on him right now. He actually met his wife in the academy. She's a Quincy cop, and he was her drill sergeant. So he uses these like academies to like meet chicks almost. So the, and the, he started one at Stoughton High School, and that's where uh, a young lady by the name of Sandra Birchmore began. She idolized cops, and just like the Catholic priest scandal. They went after kids who had, you know, crappy homes, no dads. And this girl was, I mean, her life was a tragedy. Like she had no father, mom, grandma, and aunt all died within a two or three year period there literally has no support at all. And I just admired cops and wanted to be one. And what did they do? They literally just groomed her for sex. Uh, and, and one of them, had sex with her apparently when she was 15. They can't prove that because she's dead. Um, so that he, they would not be able to charge him with statutory rape or anything like that. But then he almost like passed them on to Divine and his twin brother, Billy Farwell. Um, and the girl, I don't know, we don't know all the details of this, but the girl got pregnant by one of them. By, by after reading the report and the investigation, it appears they all had sex with her within like a three month period. So any one of them could be the father. But when they found out she was pregnant, she was no longer useful to them uh, because that's, they just viewed her as something to get off with. And so she's probably alone, pregnant, realized her kid is going to grow up the same way that she did without a father and decided, I don't want to live anymore. And she killed herself. Um, she killed herself right after the one of the Farwell brothers basically came to her house and they broke up because all three of them are married with children right. um, and, and they don't want their perfect images in town stained by, you know, this love child. Well, now it's not fun anymore. And so they, they got rid of her and they're like, well, we can't have anything to do with you anymore because they're scumbags. And all three of them, uh, two of them, the Farwell brothers have gone on to try to get jobs in law enforcement. Every cop I've talked to about this has said that, if this happened in their department, everyone would know. And there, there's no way that more other cops didn't know about this. One of them, who apparently he was somewhat involved in this, we don't know all the details, got a job at Abington. At the Abington and he's the school resource officer there. Oh, so it's just like, there's something shady about that. When you're like, I can't wait to get to a new job so I can become the school resource officer immediately after coming from this other, he learned from the best, I guess. I don't know. And and you have you have all the details as usual, all the receipts and photos. The photos are heartbreaking. She's just a kid, you know. Oh, she's yeah. a kid, a teenager who admired uh, cops and wanted to be a cop, and they are fo- posing for photos and smiling. And the whole time they're thinking, you know, maybe I can uh, get her in the back of the cruiser later on and uh, do my thing. Um, two of them are done as cops, correct? And one is still fighting for his job. Uh, yeah, well, he's a lawyer, so but he's gonna lose. <laughs> You're not getting that job back after all this. Like, no way. So, I mean, he can sue all he wants, but it's not going to go anywhere. But one of them is a TSA agent in the Baltimore, uh, D.C. area, which is great. He's feeling you up before you get on the plane. <laughs> it's like, what is with these people in these jobs? Here's here's what I, as you watch this, it's so infuriating. It'll just, it'll make your, just your head explode how, how scummy these cops were. But... I'm thinking at some point I'm waiting for Turtle Boy to tell me about the uh, the pending criminal charges. 
I understand she's dead. The victim is dead. She killed herself. Mm -hmm. That means that they, in the end, they walk free. That's exactly what that means. How how can you get probable cause for statutory rape if there's nobody to testify against you? Uh, I mean, there, there. I mean, there are other witnesses. There are other people in the know. You well, we saw they had sex in front of other people. I mean, there's rumors. There's people saying that you know, like, oh, I know they had sex, but that's not going to get a grand jury to indict. You need evidence. You need solid evidence. Is there any way they can do the DNA and find out who was the father? Well, but she's an adult now, so they could. They, I guess they could do that, but that wouldn't be statutory rape because she's 23 when she died. And, and the, I mean, so, so they walk, I mean, I, I, I really, yeah, they walk, they're, they're not going to get prosecuted for this. I mean, it's completely unethical. They'll never, that's why it's important to shame them because they're going to, like, they're not going to face any consequences for this, but there should be social consequences. You should be embarrassed. You should think twice before you go out to dinner. Like you should have, you should have to look around and wonder, are these people looking at me? Do they know I'm that guy? Like you should be that person. You should have to move, you know, there should be social consequences for this. The reason you, you must go to tbdailynews.com and read the stories because there's so many other elements to it. You got the other crazy mistress who was sleeping with the cop, sleeping with the cop, and then she sends nudes of her and the cop to people on the force and his family. And then he continues to sleep with her because she says she will kill herself. Yeah. She, she, and so he. There he is. His penis saves lives. The, the, the crazy. So he goes back. He's married with kids. That's right. And his wife knows this, and he yes. goes back to sleep with the mistress yeah. some more because if he doesn't, she might hurt herself. I got to use that line on my wife. So I know. The to. wife knew about it, and she's just like, "Yeah, go make sure. Okay, I'm gonna go sleep with her because we don't want her to die now, do we? So obviously, I have to deliver." <laughs> and. So this is, he seems to have a tendency to prey on these emotionally unstable women um, who clearly have issues of their own. I mean, well, obviously this woman's a nut job. She's sending her around as naked pictures and uh, to everybody. And, but it, it is what it is, pal. Like you, you, you dipped your, you dipped it in crazy and this is what happens. And so you kind of got to live with the consequences. And so he, he, he was suspended 60 days for that because he actually, he didn't, t- he had the department investigate her without ever mentioning that she was a mistress. And so it was, it was personal and he kind of wept. They raided her house. Like it's not a crime in this state to send out revenge pornography. It's one of two states in the country where that's not illegal. So there was no basis to even raid her apartment or anything like that. Cause that's not even a crime. So ba- the guy basically weaponized the police department. If that happened to any other citizen, there would not be that response to it. It was because he's a cop. He's got a long and documented history of abusing the badge and using it to score chicks and, uh, you know, which have guy's people, this again, which, what's his name? Divine. He's Robert Divine. He, in my Robert opinion, Divine. he appears to be the ringleader of all this. And he is fighting for his job. Yeah. He's a, he's an attorney now. So he's going to sue. He says he's going to sue, but he's going to lose. Nothing's going to happen. We'll see. As always, I, I look at a story like this that you did. And by, by the way, my favorite part, good Ben, when you get the do, the documents, the court documents, and they're redacted, but they did a lousy job and they left. <laughs> and Oops. one of the big, um, you know, ink blots comes up just a little short, and Turtle Boy finds the name of the other cop in what town was he in? Abington. The, so it the, said Abington on there and it said the guy's last name. So you just search the last name and it's like, Oh, there he is. <laughs> there he is. So, so they tried to keep this from the public, but uh, they failed. And uh, his name is heel. Is that correct? Yeah. Joshua heel is the fourth cop and he's been put on leave while the Abington police department investigates this, his involvement in it, because there is no, like, like you can effectively do something like this and just go on to another job and you can do a teaching too. You know, like when I was at Shepherd Hill, Jerry, there was teacher, like there was a, there was one teacher that I knew he had, he had, he was teaching at Millbury before he had sex with a student there and they just didn't want the scandal. So they let him go and didn't say anything. He just applied for a new job. He worked at, worked with me. I'm like, that guy screwed a student. He's teaching there. Ended up getting fired. He fought a kid. He came to school drunk, punched the kid in the face, and the school covered up and said that they were reenacting Animal Farm. True story. Uh, I remember that day in school. It was wild. But it's oh. the same with the police. They can just get uh, do something like this in Stoughton and go on to the next job, and it doesn't follow them around. All right. As, as usual, when I read your story, I say, 
how does this, how does no one else do that? I mean, again, the Boston Globe's got a hundred, a hundred alleged reporters. Have they done anything? In fairness, Jerry, the Globe, like I didn't really break this story. Like a lot of the stuff was out there. What I kind of did was put it all together. Put like once the, once you put the pieces together and you talk about the 2014 incident, you start to see a pattern here and you paint the bigger picture. That's what I do. I'm an artist, Jerry. Right. Yes. You, you are an artist. Um, but, uh, I also was wondering if it, if as, as usual, did you get any national attention? Did Andy no steal this story from you? Yet? <laughs> yeah. Maybe if one of them was in Antifa, maybe, or uh, maybe, well, well, maybe if one of them wanted, uh, was trying to stop climate change, this would be, no, here's, here's what would have made, here's what would have taken the story to a whole new level. If the poor girl, Birch Moore's, uh, what's her, Sandra Birch? Uh, Sandra. Sandra Birchmore, if she were African American, you would be uh, you'd be on. Oh, that would be a much bigger story. You would be uh, inundated. There'd be camera crews outside your house uh, because of whatever systemic racism. But uh, the poor girl, I mean, her life—it's just so sad. I mean, you just heart breaks for this girl. And these cops used the badge, used her respect for the badge. Uh, to, to, to force themselves on her. And it's amazing that there are no criminal repercussions. It's amazing. They, I understand they're fired, disgraced, and they have to move away. But you read the thing and you go, how are they not in jail? It just feels, it, it's so despicable. Yeah. So it is what it is. Like I said, you, you can't get them with that. So the best thing you can do is just shame these people and make them embarrassed to go out in public. It's the best you can do. Well, well, you did a damn good job, but hopefully everyone uh, checks it out at tbdailynews.com. All right, I will let you go back to enjoying the uh, the hurricane coverage. And make sure uh-huh. make sure hurricane's coming. You know what that means, Turtle Boy. You got to get vaccinated, all right? Vaccinated. <laughs> but that was last year's clip, right? Yeah, who cares? We're, yeah, it's still uh, funny. It's still funny. The <laughs> hurricane's bearing down. Make sure you get that. Va- what? Anyway, anyway, we will leave it there. Thanks, Turtle. All Good right. Job. Uh, and uh, if you haven't read it, go to TB Daily News. Read the thing. You won't believe it. And they got away with it. They got away with it. I mean, raping, essentially raping a 13-year-old for years, passing around the force. And none of them does a day in jail. None of them pays a fine. They lose their jobs, of course. But it's just that. Punishment just doesn't come close to fitting the crime. This is just disgusting. But anyway, that uh, you, you got to read it to believe it. Go to TV Daily News and check it out. I want to get to this story before we're done here, uh, Ironhead, because it's so wild. Anything good on the comment line? People are uh, hunkering down. Anyone from uh, Florida giving us an update? No, a lot of them are on, just talking uh, to each other. It's weird. On uh, Ian, does, does Ian Eagle call it Hurricane Ian? Probably most what? people call Hurricane Ian, but I is he the only person that goes by what, Ian? Well, why, I is, why, is, I, why does he call himself Ian? No I mean, you, you go through your whole life, you must have to correct people. Everyone calls you Ian. Why don't you just go with it? Run well, that's with it. that's like the to, that's the know. name version of uh, actually, I'm they them, you piece of shit. Uh, this is uh, if if you haven't heard this story it's so disturbing we talked about yesterday all the disturbing video from all the i mean with the wilmington delaware jeweler getting bashed in the head with a hammer i believe he's uh, i don't know if he's in a coma the the woman in the uh, subway station in uh, new york at the jfk subway station just getting pounded in the head and kicked in the head she might lose an eye by a homeless guy Mm -hmm. all on video and the 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 wawa by the way, the, they have a new video from Wawa where you can see all the kids' faces, all of them, and easily identified. They could all be arrested today. They won't be. Is that fat girl still waiting for a sandwich, by the way? Have you got an update on that? Did she have a good sandwich? Yo, I'm trying to get my hoagie. <laughs> Are you going to be making any sandwiches, she says, as the store is being absolutely looted of everything? Uh, I guess I'll give her credit. She wasn't looking to steal it. I mean, she was like, can you make me a sandwich? I'll pay. Anyway, this is from Philadelphia yesterday. And how is this not? A big, I know I say this about everything, but how is this not a bigger story? How is this not headlines everywhere? It's just so disturbing. Five high school football players were shot Tuesday in a deadly ambush after a scrimmage in Philadelphia. A 14-year-old boy was killed. Two gunmen are thought to have opened fire after a game at Roxborough High School, killing the 14-year-old boy. 
uh, Philadelphia uh, Police First Deputy Commissioner John Sanford said the players were walking off the field when gunfire erupted from a light green Ford Explorer. The teen was struck in the chest and pronounced dead at 509. Other victims included a 17-year-old who was struck once in the arm and three times in the leg, a 14-year-old who was hit once in the thigh. Another player suffered a graze wound. Details of the fifth victim's injuries were not available. None of the victims have publicly identified, of course, their kids. They're 14. They're freshmen. They were playing a JV scrimmage, walking off the field still in pads when these uh, punks opened fire, hit the 14-year-old in the chest. I mean, I understand Philadelphia is a, a lawless place right now, and they're going to elect a senator who wants to free all uh, secondary murders and let one third of prisoners out of jail. That's how is John Fetterman still in the race? That's what I want to know. How is he still? I, I, how is there anybody voting for him? Uh, crime is out of control, and this guy who's whose cornerstone of his campaign is freeing prisoners. The guy who dreams about about getting rid of life without parole from prisoners, that guy, the guy who did a shout out to the Crips in a press conference, that guy is leading in the polls uh, for uh, the to, to beat Doctor Oz for the Senate. Uh, uh, by the way, we we asked yesterday, what does "I Will Hurt You" tattoo? That's a line from a song or Nine Inch Nails song or something. I don't know yeah. why a grown man would want to tattoo that on his arm, but. They're shooting kids, 14-year-old kids, as they walk off the field after a scrimmage. And again, you won't hear a word from all the usual stuff, nothing from AOC on this, nothing from Joe Biden, Kamala Harris. Will BLM be marching? Because these kids are black. Will they be marching? Because these kids' lives matter. Will they be... uh, uh, raising banners, will they be rioting in, in over this? Will they say a word? Will any politician, will Al Sharpton, Ben Crump show up? Will they know the name of the 14-year-old kid dead, shot dead in his football pads after a scrimmage? It's like, yeah, whatever. It's just, that's life in the big city. And they just move on. And if it were a white guy with an AR-15 It'd be headlines. It would bump the friggin' hurricane and World War Three out of the news. If it were a white guy or a cop who did the shooting, it'd be the biggest story in America. But it wasn't a cop. It was a black kid, probably with a with a illegal gun. So we just move on. Like this kid's life doesn't matter to any of these people because he had the misfortune of being killed by another black kid. Again, if 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 if, if he if it were, the shooter were white, if he were proud boy. We'd know his name, his family name. There'd be pictures, there'd be posters, there'd be rally, you know, flowers, and, and there'd be a huge service and ceremony and all kinds of celebrities. LeBron would be tweeting about it. Poor kid. He's dead. And on top of that, he's killed by a, another black kid. So nobody gives a damn. Nobody cares. Pads. Still had no, pads no, on. It's crazy. It's just, you know, but, but the good thing is, Philadelphia has a brand. Yes, Philadelphia has a brand. Uh, if you missed it yesterday, New York Mayor Eric Adams, who's an absolute clown, who is just, I mean, I'm not going to say worse than Bill de Blasio, but give him time. This is a guy who thinks he's in a movie. That's what he does. He thinks he's in Law and Order. He's always kind of posing and preening and acting and all the, the most important thing to him is his look, his suits, fine tailored suits. And he likes to be seen out at clubs and big events. And yesterday he broke out the aviators, the Joe Biden aviators to do a press conference because they're building a tent city in the Bronx, a tent city for all the all the illegal aliens who are being shipped from Texas up to New York. So he's, he doesn't know what to do with them because you know, He's a, it's a sanctuary city, but he doesn't actually mean it. You know, just, you know, virtue signal. He didn't mean that they could find sanctuary in uh, New York City. But Greg Abbott, God bless him, wants everyone to share the pain. So he's shipping them up, busing them up to New York. And now and, and New York is obligated to find housing for them. Illegal aliens. That's their, that's, that's how it works in New York. And they're building a tent city, which should, you know, that's really going to improve the neighborhood. But of course, they put it in the Bronx. 
wouldn't be on the Upper East Side, you know, wouldn't be near Gracie Mansion, of course. It's going to be in the Bronx, uh, in AOC's district, and she hasn't said a word about it. <laughs> but um, he, he does a press conference, you know, with his with his guys all around him again, acting like he's acting like he's in a scene from a movie, and he boasts that New York has a brand. God, let's listen. We have a brand. New York has a brand. And when people see it, it means something. You know, when we go there, it's not, a, Kansas doesn't have a brand. <laughs> you know? <laughs> you know, when you go there, okay, you're from Kansas. <laughs> you know, yeah, well, you know what? <laughs> but New York has a brand. See, that's why I think de Blasio is worse. I mean, better, because at least he kind of tried. I just disagreed with his politics. This guy's all about himself, and he sucks. He is. He is. Get the video before we're done. Get the video of the woman at the JFK subway station. I've seen it a hundred times already. It's so freaking disturbing, who just gets beaten mercilessly by a homeless guy who was pretty big and strong, and he just doesn't let up. He's kicking and punching her, and I, I think she said she fractured her eye socket and may lose an eye. And she blames Eric Adams, and, I, and I'm with her because he's bragging that they have a brand in the midst of this crime surge, this violent crime surge with, you know, murders and carjackings and beatings and homeless people just terrorizing the city and, you know, people pushing old ladies down the stairs to, in front of the – and he's bragging you have a brand. Yes, you have a brand. Your brand is – it's a, it's a uh, out-of-control city right now, not safe – not safe for, for people to walk down the street. That's your brand. You know what the brand is in Kansas? You know, come to Kansas and, uh, and you can live safely. You can walk down the street. You can, uh, you cannot be uh, afraid of getting hit in the head with a hammer or beaten to within an inch of your life uh, or not being uh, overrun with, with homeless uh, people who are or, uh, illegal immigrants who are invited to the city. It's a hell of a brand New York's got right now. I mean, the guy thinks, He's like in a Sinatra song. Oh, you can't make it here. You can make it anywhere. No, no. Things aren't good in New York. Things aren't good in most big Democrat cities right now. I wouldn't be bragging about the brand. But uh, you, uh, is that is this the video of this poor woman? It's just so, I mean, all these videos are disturbing, but this could be the worst. I, I have trouble. I just get queasy, sick to my stomach when they are, you know, they beat the person down, usually a woman, helpless woman, beat her, beat her, beat her, and then kick her. It's not enough. It's like that kid in the boys' room that we, we played a, a few weeks ago, that kid who gets beaten, and they're all laughing and videotaping that little white kid beaten by the bigger black kid, and, and they're almost done, and the kid's bloody, and he's done, and they kick him in the face. I'm like, isn't it enough that you beat him senseless? You really have to give him a kick in the head? All right, is this it? Go ahead. It's got a warning. It's, it's that lovely. A warning that it contains. Uh, oh, geez, I, watch how he slams her in the ball there too, bang, and then just keeps pounding and pounding and pounding. And some guy thinks about helping her, and then runs away. That's a homeless guy. <laughs> that's a homeless guy. Yeah, and he's kind of jacked, and he already beat her. Oh, and he just kicks her in the head and kicks her again. Now she's out, and he just keeps kicking and kicking and kicking. And finally walks away, and she is messed up. It's amazing she could move. She's a bloody mess. But uh, there are pictures of her, if you want to see, of her now. Her face is all swollen. Her eye is a mess. She can't open her, her – can't see out of one eye. And and she came out and said, I blame the mayor. You know, who's bragging about our brand. Of course, yeah, it's his – I mean, he – he could have fired the DA, that Alvin Bragg, the Soros-backed DA. He could have started to get rid of cash bail. But no, his heart is with the criminals. But anyway, we'll leave it there. We didn't even get to Kamala, but she'll say something else today. We'll get to her tomorrow. I promise. She'll blame the hurricane on climate change. You watch. There's always time it's for Kamala happen. tomorrow. I, I told you yesterday it would happen, and like right after our show, Klobuchar came out and said, "Just vote for Democrats, and we won't have hurricanes." And I predict there'll be more of that today. Ian is up to 155 mile per hour winds, almost a category five. It is going to be brutal. It's going to be deadly. But just keep in mind, if you drive an SUV, it's your fault. You did this. So, uh, but uh, we'll leave it there. Anything else, Ironhead? Got a lot of comments up there that I didn't get to, but. Uh, only things we missed was 
Kamala and that LeBron thing where we can do both of those tomorrow. Yeah, LeBron, people were uh, all jacked up because he said he hated Boston, but he did it kind of with a smile. He said, yeah. you know, it sounded like a it sounded like a respectful thing to say I hate Boston because uh, they got a rise a Laker. You know, they got to kind of have a, a rivalry, mm-hmm. but uh, uh, no big deal uh, about that. But uh, we will be watching the hurricane and waiting for World War Three. Big, big, uh, big week. I can feel it. But uh, we will leave it there for today. Thanks, Ironhead. And thanks to everybody for listening and watching and commenting. I'm Jerry Callahan. This is The Callahan Show. And we will talk to you again tomorrow. Shaking my head and thinking something ain't right. Is it just me? Am I losing my mind? Am I standing on the edge of the end of time? Am I the only one? Tell me I'm not. Like the show? Leave a five-star review on Apple and Spotify. Well, the tide is turning in Massachusetts after years of watching Democrats raise taxes, hinder local businesses, silence the voices of parents, and disrespect the police. The people have had enough. Go to MassGOP.org to learn more, get involved, or make a contribution.